Okay, so so much things have happened. Uh, I don't think I can assign an episode to each because there are like five or six things that I want to mention. So this episode would just be the compilation of everything that has happened. First, the most important thing is that I started listening to Dr. Jordan Peterson's podcast. They're already up to season four, but I'm planning on listening from the very first one, and now I'm on episode 23, which is about this biblical lecture series where he talks about his thinking about the stories in Genesis. And the basic idea, as far as I can tell, is that the stories contained in the Bible is like a sort of stories telling the fundamental of being of mankind. And the stories are not meant to be taken at face value, but to be analyzed on different levels of analysis, which is what he did with the lectures. It's formally called the psychological significance of the Bible. Take the stories for the flood, for example. It takes two episodes of two hours and 40 minutes lectures for Dr. Peterson to explain the flood story. The first one he explains about the psychology of the flood, which is the basic idea that people need to understand the story. And the second episode actually went over the flood story. And what the flood story basically tells us is that things fall apart on their own. Just like how our cars and even buildings would run into problems from time to time, our world, our environment is the same way. And if humans don't maintain the structure that we have built, we would run into problems and big ones. To give a more concrete example, uh, the city that I live in, Jakarta, is constantly sinking because people keep pumping groundwater. Uh, for now at least, uh, it doesn't seem to be a problem yet. But in 2030, it's expected that we would sink by 5 meters, and 5 meters is big. Uh, and we as humans have to do something about it because if we don't, Well, I don't know what happened, but whatever it is that is going to happen, if we don't do anything, it's, it's not going to be good. In this example, the people in Jakarta is the old people that got, got rid of by flooding the earth, and the potential catastrophe is the flood. And let's say the government does something about it and take care of the sinking problem, that would be Noah building the ark to prepare for the flood. Yeah, I think so. And what the Bible trying to say is that Things are not going to stay good if you don't maintain it. So be prepared because uh, the flood will come. And when it comes, you better hope you are the guy building the ark or else. Well, at least that's what I get because uh, the lecture is so out of my capacity to comprehend. Sometimes I wonder why I'm listening to his, to his podcast in the first place. Also, that was just one of the stories he talks about. Uh, there are other stories as well. Uh, like Adam and Eve, the Cain and Abel stories, and also the story about uh, the Tower of Babel. But anyway, that's one of the things that I've been doing for the last week. And yes, I did put the productive, impressive things first, so it would make a stronger impression. Next, still something productive that I'm proud of. I created a database for the volunteer group I'm in. Uh, I talked about how I joined a volunteer group for the local Fahara which is basically a YMCA but for Buddhists and in Indonesia and they've been struggling to keep the basic informations of their members and keeping it updated every year and up to this point uh, they have just been updating everything manually every year so what I did is that I created a form in which people can fill in their informations and update their information at the same time so now there's only one master data and if someone has to update that information they can just submit another form and it will automatically delete their old data and replace it with the new one 
and now we don't have to update anything manually. I also created a simple script that I took off the internet to basically remind us if someone's birthday is today. Another process which the old volunteers used to do manually, and and I'm quite proud of what I've done. I actually have another project coming. Well, my division actually have another project coming, which is to integrate various forms that each divisions have created into one big forms. So basically, each divisions have something that they want to ask, that they want to know about from the volunteers. For example, the internal relations divisions want to know. Or what kind of activities or games do the volunteers prefer so they can include it in their annual work plan. And so each divisions have this kind of uh, forms and we have to compile them into one big form so people don't have to fill in multiple forms. Uh, but this is still in the talking so I guess we'll see. And the next thing is, uh, by the way, uh, from this point on, it will be useless rubbish. So, you know. Anyway, the next thing is about the business case competition. And apparently, there is something that I misunderstood. I said that I was uh, competing last week to be the top 100 teams for the for the preliminary. But apparently, we already were that 100 chosen team, and we were vying to be the top 15, uh, and we lost. But whatever. Next is, I've been watching a bunch of anime, mostly old animes that I've watched before but I uh, just feel like rewatching, Like Your Name, Clanad, and Anohana. But there are new ones like Your Lie in April, I Want to Eat Your Pancreas, or 50cm per second. Now if you don't know anything about anime, which you probably don't because why would you, all the animes that I've mentioned are sad animes, uh, that kind of animes that has tear-jerking moment. But it's not like I like sad animes. This these are the animes that I've watched because I like to watch animes that has been completed that isn't ongoing because I hate that feeling when you're presented with a cliffhanger and you just have to wait a week before you know what's going to happen. And it just so happened that most animes that is done and is no longer ongoing are sad animes because sad animes have endings unlike action or adventure animes who that generally goes for a very long period of time think animes like One Piece, Naruto or Bleach. Anyway, that ended when this one friend of mine recommended an anime called Kaguya-sama, an anime adaptation of an ongoing manga. He said that, and I quote him, Kaguya-sama is like a YouTube video so you can watch it while it's ongoing and it wouldn't be a problem. And being the dumb person that I am, I watched it and sure enough, I'm not satisfied with the current anime progression. It's not the ending yet because uh, the anime is still ongoing and I ended up I ended up reading the manga, which I have never done, just to see what happens next. And even now, I'm, I'm still not satisfied with the current state of the manga because it's still ongoing and well, I'm waiting for the next chapter to be released. And that's the story how I started reading manga and lose one friend. Uh, the next thing would be I discovered this composer, a band. Uh, well, this thing makes music and they're called Yoasobi, that's Y-O-A-S-O-B-I and their song has that hype but lo-fi feeling to it and it's not just that it's nice to listen to uh, but their songs, well most if not all of their songs are inspired by a short story and I think that's just awesome. Uh, last but not least, I started thinking about my ex-partner again. I used to went out with this girl uh, since high school and we went our separate ways on October 2020. 
And you know how people would feel relieved at first but then starts to regret it? Well for me at least that relieved at first stage lasts like 6 months. But it's not like it's all bad because I used to wonder whether or not I'm actually over her or just simply hasn't realized the reality of the situation and now like and now I know. It's like when you got into an accident and sprained your ankle but it doesn't hurt for a few hours but then 5 hours later it suddenly hurts like hell. I think it's an evolutionary trait, you know, like how our ancestors would explore the wilderness and got into an accident far from the village, so they have to get back to the village first. But you can't do that with a hurt ankle, so the pain is delayed for a few hours to make sure our, our ancestors can return safely. And those whose pain isn't delayed, well, well, they're dead in the wilderness because they can't return to the village. And I actually looked into this, and it's and it's a real thing. Because the first thing that your body does when you got into an accident is to pump adrenaline, and and that suppresses your pain that you might have otherwise felt. So so that's that.